Sacred Sisters, welcome to the Goddess Collective Podcast, a platform for women to rise up together in sacred sisterhood. We are here to awaken, empower, and support you in claiming your yes as you step into your truth and divine power as a goddess. We are the healers, the shamans, the wise women, the unicorns, the fairies, and the mermaids who have come together to offer ourselves as messengers for the rise of the feminine. I am your host, Nixie Marie, goddess activist, shamanic artist, and oracle guide. I invite you to take a deep breath, inhaling white sparkly light and exhaling anything that no longer serves you as we sit in sacred council together. Welcome to my temple, baby. Hello, sacred sisters. Welcome to the Goddess Collective podcast. I am sitting next to my dearest soul sister, Brooklyn Gottlieb, who is my first official interviewee of the podcast. And we have just been on a beautiful journey together the past year, going really deep and learning a lot about ourselves, each other, and just really connecting on such a deep level. So it's an honor to be here with you and sitting next to you and stepping into our power as women. And so I have her here to talk about what she does. She's a wellness warrior and a body movement expert. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Brooklyn. First of all, thank you for the sweet introduction. I am so happy to be here by your side and hello to all the goddesses out there tuning in. So blessed to be here with you all. I'll begin by saying that I started really my movement career when I was in the womb. I came out dancing hand on the ballet bar right away and my movement, uh, my love for movement has really taken me everywhere that I am and that I've been. I uh, started practicing ballet at a really young age, and that led me to studying modern and jazz and tap and African and Javanese and all these fun movement modalities. And then in my college years, I was introduced to yoga. It was part of the college program, and I just fell in love with how the practice made me feel, but it also opened me up to this new sense of connection with myself. In dance, you're often graded on how you prance across the floor, how extended your leg was, and sometimes that was a little much to handle. And so with the yoga, I found this whole different avenue where I could free myself up. And that has led me into teaching yoga, teaching bar, teaching all these different movement modalities that are really a way to connect people with their breath. So for over 20 years now, that's what exactly what I've been doing. I've been blessed to do my passion as a job, which I don't even like to call it a job because it's not. I love what I do and um, making and creating space for people to connect deeper with themselves through their breath, through movement, through meditation, through practicing wellness and different rituals. The more that I can do that, that's, that's what brings me the greatest joy. Wow. I love it. Beautiful. So as you're growing up, were there any challenges that you faced, you know, being a ballerina or being in, in that 
crowd of women and, and young girls, you know, what was it, what did that look like for you? I would say I definitely, from a really young age, had this struggle with what I looked like and what I wanted to look like. So I didn't want to ever go through puberty and, and have curves or boobs or a booty or a stomach or, or anything. Like I wanted to be flat chested like the ballerinas were. I wanted to be super tall. And I had this image from such a young age because I was so passionate about dance that I wanted to look like exactly what was already out there and in front of me. And so there was definitely a pressure around that, you know, from the start. And what that created in me was like an inner battle, an inner struggle with nourishment, you know, with the thought process around food. Mm -hmm. And then I actually started developing at a young, a young age, like around nine or 10. And I was in denial about that growth. I discovered that... Finding balance with this was going to be key for me and that healing myself from these this inner world, this inner struggle and battle that I was going through like around what to eat, what not to eat, how I should look and how I shouldn't look was something that instead of reaching outside myself, I learned at a really young age that I could go in and, and heal myself. Mm. So that's that's been an ongoing journey. Wow. Yeah. The healing journey. <laughs> As we're all kind of on right now. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So can you share with us some tools that you use to, today or rituals that help you work through these obstacles and really allow your 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 love for your body to come through and come forth in this in this reality? Absolutely. Three come to mind right now. One is just rolling out my yoga mat at home and freely moving. So if I'm doing more like, like a yoga practice, it's not super this pose, that pose, like super rigid or anything. It's just allowing myself to stretch and breathe and move however I want. And then another practice that I like to do is also just putting on music and free dancing, mm. even if it's for two, three minutes, just letting myself loose. If I'm feeling stuck, that's a great way to get unstuck, even if I don't feel like it. Free dancing just kind of frees everything up, right? It gets you out of your head, out of your own way, really into your heart and just express it out. And then the other one that I've been doing as well, and I can do this sometimes before I take a bath or shower, is because you're naked at that point is standing in front of the mirror and touching and loving on those parts of your body that... Mm you know, parts of my body that I might be judgmental towards, like mm -hmm. actually looking at those places and being thankful for my curves and being thankful for what I have. Because I realize, like, if I don't start loving it now, when in the heck am I going to start loving it? Like, when I'm 80, when I'm 90, it's <laughs> like the time is now. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, beautifully said. Body movement is, I think, that one tool for us as women. That's the sacred feminine. You know, we're we're meant to be expressing ourselves and flowing with with this universal dance that we are all experiencing you know we're just humans having this experience and as women we really get to tune into that because we're here to receive and and through that body flow and that's one thing I've always looked at you and admired is, is seeing you and just always in that movement always breathing one of the things Brooklyn has always really brought into my world is to breathe into each moment she always says 
are you breathing, you know, breathe into it. And that has really, truly changed my world. So, you know, I just want to honor you and acknowledge you for that because it's, I, I really, my prayer is for that to, to go and expand out into the world amongst you sisters and, and brothers, whoever's listening that, you know, always ask yourself, am I breathing? And to just breathe into each moment when something comes up, such as, you know, bills or finances or things that are of this reality that are hard to digest, ask yourself, you know, am I breathing? And to just breathe into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I really love, I love that aspect of you, Brooklyn, so much. And, um, you know, that what you highlighted on, on free dance is, is, is absolutely crucial and critical. I think at this point as, as women, as we step into this, this power, there's such a driving, like, the energies are so intense out there right now. You know, as we're recording this, there's been so much happening with the Trump and all of that and the rallies with women. Women are rising. Women are marching up. And this is why I felt the call to, to create this platform for us to just sit here and talk about, you know, our bodies and, and what we can do as women to come together collectively and to uh, speak our truth and figure out ways where we can overcome what society has really put on us to be, you know, that we're not, we're free spirited, you know, Brooklyn's claimed herself as a mermaid and, and <laughs> I am a fairy unicorn, fairy priestess, whatever, you know, what are you, who do you want to be? If you want to be a, uh, you know, unicorn, be a unicorn. You want to be a, a wild woman that swims in the ocean and is a mermaid, you know, be that. So it's, it's such an honor to, to be here on this, at this, time on this planet to really watch women rise and, and this new generation of of like leadership coming forth in us. So Yeah, I mean I think that it's super powerful time to check in with ourselves individually and ask ourselves, what are we doing, you know, in our lives? How are we being are we being clean with our energy? Are we nourishing our body with food are we nourishing our body with good thoughts are we nourishing our bodies individually with practices that support where we are right now because again yes we're coming together collectively but it starts individually with mm -hmm. us taking that action upon ourselves so starting with us to properly fuel it out I think it's an amazing time right now to rather than point the fingers outside of ourselves, point it in first and then collectively unite together to make a powerful impact. I think this is just an incredible time right now and using our energy wisely to step forward and, and really have our voices be heard mm. is, is key. Mm. I actually think this time is such a potent time that I'm seeing collaboration, connection, and people come together at such a rate that I really never, you know, have seen. Like, seeing all those pictures from the march, you know, the oh. Women's March, and in all the different cities, and I mean, just I was just looking at that, and it's such an emotional time. Like, tears just start pouring, and there was this one video I saw of these women who sang the most beautiful oh, yes. song. And I've just, just shown that. Wow. That I just was crying because it's like, I love that. The fact that we are, we were all strangers before, mm -hmm. before we met, you know, you were a stranger before we ever came, you know, and now, and now look. So it's like, if we can keep mm -hmm. ourselves open to connect with people that we 
may have been closed off to before. I mean, look what we have the opportunity to create. Absolutely. You know, to shift the things that we aren't in alignment with by joining our voices and our hearts together to take action, you mm. know? Yes, sister. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Such a powerful time. I Someone just recently showed me that video, and it did. It brought me chills just seeing that, you know, it was something of, like, we – will not be heard or I can't remember. I can't remember the words, but but it was amazing. It was so powerful. And that's our time right now. Mm -hmm. That's what we're here for is to watch this and to be a part of it and be a conduit of this, this sacred feminine movement. And also realize that there's a goddess in each and every one of us. It's not just like we're speaking to just women here, you know, men, we're all born as women. So it's just remembering that and honoring that this is that sacred vessel that we are the givers of life. And let's just like drop the, the war and, and to drop this like fear of like not being enough mm-hmm. to do what we're here to do because the time is now. And you spoke on seeing the collective come together more now more than ever. And, and I'm seeing that as it being a one year that in numerology, it's a one, which is the collective coming together. And of course, you know, God is collective, the podcast, I just, that is what we're here to do now. And I think we see that the women who have gone to go work on themselves, these past, like this nine year cycle, or even just the past two years, I really feel like it's been since 2012 for a lot of us that that shift happened, where we really decided to step into ourselves and do the work within. So I feel like I was kind of in hiding uh, especially on my spiritual path, you know, I was I was afraid to really speak my truth and the things that I was doing, my rituals that I would like, you know, be the witch, like hiding in the corner. <laughs> like, I'm going to go practice my witchcraft, guys, and work with the moons, which other people kind of see, saw as as um, strange and weird. But now that's my reality. Like now, it's everywhere around me. It's the world that I've created, and so, you know, we're we're here to just be now speaking what we've been learning and speaking what we've been kind of like learning together as our own. And I like that you put that it starts with us. Yeah. And it's like in what you're saying too, it's like not being ashamed. Mm. I can relate to what you're saying about like hiding it or keeping it to yourself. Like there's things that I've been doing, you know, rituals that I've been doing that I have kept to myself, but then when I start to share it out and express it to people, they actually resonate with it, and then they can take that and use that, you know, to fuel what they're doing. So it's like, I just realized I get to be me. I get to be the mermaid that I am and not be afraid to just put it out there and know that the people that are going to, you know, vibe with it are going to vibe with it. And the people that aren't, that's fine too, you know. And mm-hmm. I don't need to apologize for anything that I'm doing as long as I'm moving forward with respect and with love. Um, another thing, you know, that inspired me from what you were saying is also I've been really checking in with how am I showing up in this moment, like anywhere mm-hmm. that I go, yeah. you know, who am I being right now? And how can I get out of my own head and just say hello or smile to somebody that's next to me? Or, you know, there's always awkward moments when you're in an elevator, you know, it's like, how do you break that, that silence or break the ice there and just kind of challenging myself Mm. um, in those moments so that because I want to connect, it's like, 
being creative with how to connect now in this time that we're in now, you know? So I invite everybody to explore that as well. Yeah, I love that. The time that we're in now, yeah. being in the now and really honoring this path that we're all in and like I, what I'm hearing from, from you, Brooklyn, is is just that breathing and by being and really focusing on our body and our, our, our core is how we can really navigate through these times right now. And, um, you know, that's the wisdom that that we're all really tuning in and tapping into. And so what is something that you have brought into your world that you feel like would support women who have, you know, any, any like self-worth issues or anything that's stopping them from, from being in their power or their greatness? You know, I believe first and foremost is if there's something that you're caught up with, like a inner kind of chatter that you have around something, right? So recognizing what that thought might be. For example, if I was con- constantly saying to myself, I don't like my body, I don't like my body. How can I take that one thought and switch it into something positive? Even if I might not believe it at that very moment, just starting to recognize a thought, catch it, right? Catch the negative thought which is just my own BS, right, around something that's not even Mm -hmm. true, where it's how I see myself, right, at this time, even though that, you know, that might not be what it really is. It just may be a a distortion or a messed up thought, right? Take that and shift it into something positive. And I find that writing is so key. Mm -hmm. When I can take even a thought, right, that negative thought, write it down, and then take that thought and write it down into a positive, almost use it as like a mantra, mm. you know, like I accept my body as it is. Like that's one way of taking, you know, I can't stand my body into I accept myself fully for who I am. And then using that one line, right, to just when it comes up, I shift into that one line. And with time, what I have found in my experience is that that is me that becomes who I am and my my thought patterns start to shift mm. from negative to positive that has been super powerful right because that's just me and my own story right saying that to myself which is taking me down some other dark avenue that I don't need to be in and that yeah. has changed and lifted my confidence up and allowed me to own who I am my curves what I am and and just be me you know, mm, I love that. Yes, it's that's sort of what we, Brooklyn and I had created a mastermind group together, and uh, we started reading Think and Grow Rich. A lot of that I'm I'm getting from that was there was like there's like a self confidence formula, and that's exactly what you just spoke on is how can we create these formulas to boost our self confidence and uh, and be aware of our mind and where our mind is traveling. You know, when when I'm driving, sometimes I'll get into those self beat up thoughts and. And then I, I'm aware of it, and that's when we implement this new storyline of, well, I'm enough, I'm worthy, I love myself in all of my glory. And, and to be able to retrain the subconscious mind is how we can truly shift our narrative and our storyline because it's just a programming. It's an old programming that we either picked up from this time 
or even an ancestral line because our I was listening to another podcast the other day and they spoke light on how our seeds like our eggs were at one point in our grandmothers you know they're just like we are birthed with all of these other stories that aren't ours true so here we are healing our ancestry line by reprogramming our thoughts and and to notice what's really yours and to notice what's not yours and to give it like full permission to just leave your body. Yep. And you that's know? and that's also why I'm always, you know, remembering and fueling people to connect with the breath because you can use the breath as a cleansing mechanism, right? Something so simple as inhaling fresh, clean energy. You could almost see it as like clear energy or glittery energy, whatever works for you, right? And exhaling out mm -hmm. any stale, like a gray cloud out of your body. Mm -hmm. You're exhaling. You're, you're giving it back to the ground, letting it go, right? So you're using the breath to not only calm your inner body, but mm -hmm. to also push out what no longer serves you. You can think of the breath as a nourishing meal for your body, I mean, it's happening whether you're paying attention to it or not. We just take it for granted. It's our life force, right? It's how we connect in. It's how we ground in. So if there's any tool also that I could offer up, it would be set a two-minute or three-minute timer, right? I'm really big on timers. Yeah. So and we can talk about that as well <laughs> later. But set a two, three-minute timer and literally just close your eyes. You can even touch your hands onto the ground or any wood, anything that's rooting, and take a few deep breaths. You can even say to yourself, inhale, I'm inhaling. Exhale, I'm exhaling. Just to quiet the inner body, mm -hmm. right? Just to take that time for yourself. You'll be amazed. You'll probably make wiser decisions mm -hmm. and come from a much better place if you just take that time. It's, I like to call it me time, right? You take that me time for yourself. It's so important. So important. Mm -hmm. Yes, goddess. Yes, I love that. Ugh. And as we, as we rise up and as we realize that we have the power to create whatever we want, it's, it starts with self-care. Mm -hmm. Because if we're not... 100% like happy in our core in our being and it's it's something's out of alignment and we're not taking care of our bodies our vessels our, our temples then how can we go out into the world and, and make wise decisions I love that you put light on that it's like yeah so we've been so conditioned to think one way be one way do these things but ultimately we've got to go within and find our core find our love and I, I just I love that to be back to the breath. The breath always brings us back to the present moment. You know, there's that book uh, Eckhart Tolle wrote. Um, Be here now. Be here some now. Or something. Yeah, yeah, some, uh, some title well, like it's that. like the biggest book <laughs> I have right next to my bed and I can't think of the name right now. Um, but uh, yeah, it's all about living in the present and how the breath really takes us back to that present moment. So Yeah. And I just want to put one more thing in, out there too um, for everybody that's listening. It, it's not that Nixie and I are sitting here saying everything is butterflies and rainbows and unicorns mm -hmm. all the time. I want to bring presence to that. And the reason why I'm sharing just some of these simple techniques is because, yes, things are going to be challenging and things are going to come up and things are going to be sad and there's going to be loss and there's going to be... Mm -hmm all these different things coming up all the time. I just want to be clear that what I'm sharing are just tools for anything and everything that comes up, just simple little daily tools so that we can love ourselves more, honor where we're at, embrace where we're at, 
be in the space that we're at to, you know, move through mm. it and, and be real about it, right? Yes. It, it, things yes, are going to happen, yeah. To be, that's, oh, I love that you put that into the space because it's so true, you know. I think with social media and everything, like, I, I know I put myself out there in a way where it's like, it could look like my world is, is fairies and unicorns, which most of the time it is, but then there's the reality, then there's the bills, then there's the, the family, then there's death, then there's the real shit, there's the thoughts, there's so much that comes up on a real level on this physical plane and that you just put light to that it's like we get to really honor our processes and to know that like some days as women we're gonna feel or men like we're gonna feel amazing and high and and like a you know everything's going amazing there's rainbows everywhere and then some days it's gonna be like wow I'm in the darkest depths of the shadows so how can I apply these tools to really shift out and to really get my energy on a higher vibrational state you know there's just, I mean, we're in this crazy world, so mm -hmm. it's not always going to feel that way. And um, I really appreciate you putting that. Yeah, to that. of course. I think what it really boils down to is is accepting and knowing that this life, this gift of being here right now, is a blessing. Mm -hmm. And when you can boil it down to that simple fact, you can breathe and receive and, and tap into the support that's around you, whether that's people, nature, you mm. know, whatever's around you so that you can move from a hard place into an uplifted space. And then when something challenging comes along, then you have, you maybe you put some more tools in your toolbox that you can pull out, or maybe you have some more resources you can reach out to, mm -hmm. but always taking it back to that simple fact that, my gosh, my body is made of so many layers, organs, <laughs> tissues, joints, everything is like, we are incredible people, mm -hmm. you know, humans, like it's such a gift to be alive. You know, your presence is a present. Mm, I love that. Yes. Wow. Oh, if anybody got anything from this podcast episode, that one's a gift right there. Your presence is a present. Amen. I'm quoting on that one. Yes. Oh, well, Brooklyn, it has been such an honor, again, and a true gift to sit here for my first interview. I wouldn't have it any other way to have you by my side right now. And to be able to just put wisdom and light and shed our, our beauty and, and grace and everything that you are and I am on this episode it's truly like I can't even I can I can go on forever yes but <laughs> I love it I love you sister so thank you so much for blessing us with your presence I love you too and thank you all for everyone that's out there tuning in and thank you Nixie for creating this platform for us all to shine and it's been an honor to be here so thank you so much blessings I love you I love you too and I'd like to leave us all off with beautiful music by Stavros, The Finishing. Enjoy. Thank you so much for tuning in. I honor you, Sacred Sister, for blessing yourself, for loving yourself enough to listen to this podcast and tune into this frequency. You are so loved. You are so infinite. And you are a gift to this world. Namaste and aho, Sacred Sisters.
Thank <laughs> you.